In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Michael Arney. Here's your top story. We are seeing the lowest statewide average gas price since April in Michigan at $3.95 a gallon to start the week. However, AAA Michigan's Adrian Woodland says it could change if crude prices rise. What we're seeing lately, um, within the last week or so, we are seeing an increase in demand for gasoline and a decrease in stocks. And that's why you're kind of seeing some of these decreases really, really slowing in some areas across the state. The state's cheapest gas prices are in Flint at 382 a gallon, the highest, Traverse City at 427. Gas in Benton Harbor and St. Joseph Monday was in the $3.85 range. Benton Harbor City Commissioners are preparing for the next phase of work on the city's new master plan. Planning week was held in June with workshops, including the Planning Commission and residents, and all those presentations can be found at bestbentonharbor.com. Speaking to the City Commission, Paul Lippens with McKenna Associates said the community discussions focused a lot on housing. We looked at the potential to create missing middle housing and attainable housing in the city. We know that the city does have a fair amount of property. What we've talked about, there are over 500 lots in city possession. Lippens says the goal is to increase the tax base while also making sure residents have a desirable place to live. During planning week, we looked at the opportunity to create more opportunities for missing middle housing and attainable housing. That's duplexes triplexes, quadplexes, places for people to live as owners of property, but also as renters. Levin says the city owns more than 500 lots, and if they're able to all be used for housing, it would lead to nearly $15 million in taxes every year. He said planners also looked at transportation, recreation, and economic development. The goal is to attract more retail to Benton Harbor. As Lippin says, 88% of every dollar spent by a resident is spent outside of the city. Commissioners were asked to take part in additional work sessions in the fall. Planning team is also preparing to hold a talent competition tentatively set for October 1st. Voters in South Haven will not have a ballot question in November about limiting the number of short-term rentals in the city. The organization Neighborhoods Need Neighbors submitted the petition with over 420 signatures, but the Dickinson Wright law firm told the city clerk it had five issues that could result in it being successfully challenged in court. NNN founder Walt Placati says they're not done. We intend to move forward to address those concerns. Neighborhood Need Neighbors will continue working to protect neighborhoods and our year-round economy. It is clear what residents want and what all the reports have shown. The results are one and the same. Mayor Scott Smith and others on the council also say they understand the issue is not settled. Public comment was on both sides, with one SDR owner noting there were just four complaints against short-term rentals in all of 2021. The Bogagan Band of Potawatomi is in the process of purchasing two apartment complexes in Dwajak for future Native American housing. Because funding for tribal housing requires all tenants to be tribal citizens, current tenants of Hamilton Square and Hillcrest Apartments will have to vacate at the end of their current leases. In a statement, the Bogagan Band says the owner of the apartments approached the tribe about purchasing them, and due to the high demand from its citizens, the tribe decided to move forward with the purchase. Tribe adds they will provide relocation services and work with the existing tenants to make the transition as easy as possible, even if it means allowing for additional time to move. A representative of the tribe says they'll be reaching out to current tenants individually as part of the transition. Berrien County Suicide Prevention Coalition will hold a virtual meeting today on mental health crisis lines and how they can be improved. Coalition Chair Trent Watford tells us the presentation will include speakers who will provide information on the number of calls to the Berrien County Public Safety Communications Center 
and the suicide crisis line. First of all, we just want to find out what the situation is as far as how many calls are going to either the 911 number or the suicide crisis lifeline number, and then also to the Riverwood 24-hour number, how many calls they're getting, and then explore if a person makes a call or if someone calls on behalf of somebody, how is the call handled, what's the protocol, kind of what you expect to happen. Watford says the local crisis lines are 911 and the Riverwood line. There's also the new 988 National Crisis Line that replaced the former suicide prevention hotline in July. Watford says the new 988 is up and active. It's for all kinds of mental health issues in addition to suicide. It starts at 1.15. We have a link on our website. In the WSJM Newsroom, I'm Michael Arning.